Welcome, Welcome to another, another episode, episode of Driving to the Riz with your favorite hostess, Larry. Larry. Wait. <laughs> Host. <laughs> Hosts. Larry and Inelia. And Inelia. <laughs> I said, <like>, wait. <laughs> this was our third try. Yeah. And then we totally forgot that it was recording and we didn't start at We got all the way to 20 seconds and yeah. like, oh, what? 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 <laughs> so, well, we got it going. It's a rainiest day. It's been in a while. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the weather. Outside. Yeah, got a puddle outside. We have a inch of rain or two a day for the last, I don't know, month? Every yeah. time we get a sunny day now? I wouldn't again. say a month. Two weeks? Maybe. We got landslide warning because seven or eight inches over the last... Really? We never had those before. No. When Where? we walked, remember we walked in Fossil Beach and we went to the edge? Yes. And we found a ravine we didn't even know mm-hmm. existed. Yes. And I went down the bottom of the ravine. Uh-huh. Well, the landslides were starting and I could see water squirting right out of the ground. What? Yeah. And then I was checking the weather today and they have landslide warnings. In effect, because wow. we had so much rain over so long, and now we're going to get another. Mm, That's pretty amazing. Four or five inches. Mm-hmm. That's Remember pretty how dry amazing. it was? We knew it was going to come. You yes. knew it was going to rain when it decided to rain. It was going to rain. Landslide warning. This, I guess, on the roads too, we get some landslides sometimes. Yeah, right? you get road landslides on when one we're one. driving to the res. Yeah, there'll be landslides there. Yeah. That and then true. we have to drive the long way around, which is the short way for us now. Yeah. Because um, where we live, we go in a big U. We go up to the freeway. Well, I don't think it's a freeway, whatever. It is. A highway. A highway, yeah. A and highway. then to the res, and then back in the shape of a U to get to where our house is on the res. We could call it a main road. <laughs> yeah. And when the road washes out, yeah. then we go the back way, which is directly from the Shanachek to the Reds house. Yes. On the back road, which is, and would be, and by all rights should be, the front road. Oh, it should be. All that wonderful exploration place they have to mm-hmm. walk. Mm-hmm. Remember we walked the other day? Mm-hmm. How long did we walk? Hour and a half. Yeah. To get to the beach. Yeah. Hour and a half back. That's three hour walk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, it was with, or by my free will that I made that walk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But free will can be a complicated thing. You think? Why? Why is this so complicated? It sounds simple in concept. Free Mm -hmm. will is like I choose and therefore it is. Yes. Oops, sorry. That was my bad. Making noises. Did it make a big noise? I don't know if it made a big noise, but... Okay. Anyway. By my will, I so choose. Mm Mm-hmm. But clearly it's more complicated than that. Why is it more complicated than that? Because I might say I want a Ferrari by my free will choice, mm-hmm. but I don't get one. Oh, that you're, you're, you're confusing free will with being omnipotent. Yes, that's one confusion. Absolutely, yes. because you feel like, and you by all rights should be, if it has to be free will, and my free will cannot be violated, then I guess I'm non- omnipotent. Yes. And so if I choose no, it's no. No means no. Mm-hmm. Or yes means yes. Yeah. It only works no or what? Both ways. Works both ways. Yeah. So, for instances, for instances in free will, 
I recall at one point in time you discussed the reason that you incarnated here and now was because there was technically a free will violation yes. on the planet. Yes. And the technical violation created a circumstance so that even if you had or believed you're making a free will choice, you were being coerced to the degree that you didn't, um, your free will choice wasn't really actually being honored. Is that the way it worked or how that worked? The violation, I don't remember the nature of it right now. Um, but I remember talking about it before, but there was a free will violation on the, on this planet, on this reality, uh, timeline. And it was from, um, the continuation of a power over others paradigm past the time where the human collector had decided to stop. That's what it is. Yeah. So before we went into a place where we couldn't see, we said, uh, we have the eject button, time to go off in block, 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 many blah, blah, blocks. Mm -hmm. And then when those blah, blocks come around, we need to uh, pull ourselves back out of our um, amnesiac state so that we can make a choice of how we want to continue. Something mm -hmm. like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Right. And um, as a species, not like a split. And right. there'd been quite a lot of uh the there's the great areas about free will that were pushed to the max and also free will was definitely violated on this planet and that's why many light workers were able then to come in in the amount of that they have like billions right light workers came in to um make this a better place and beautiful beautiful and you know, look after Gaia and each other and all these type of things. It's been quite beautiful. And they wouldn't have otherwise been able to incarnate because... Um, they hadn't chosen a light-dark paradigm experience. They were able to because they hadn't? They were able to because the violation was created uh -huh. and therefore they opened, that opened the door for the light side to also violate that free will. Oh, so we're getting our free wills violated right and left. We were, yes. And so, um, and that, that free will violation, yeah. rectifying, yes, yeah, balanced collective out conscious and, uh, mm -hmm. quest, or requests went out. Yes, exactly. And then the human collective and all the collectives and maybe Gaia asked, "Hey, how about a little bit of help here, or a little bit of a." More like, how about we bring it back to where I want it to be? Exactly. Let's bring it back to where we decided it was going to be. Right. After bring all it back to where we years. decided it was going to be. And in order to accomplish doing that, the Human Collective worked in the way that it does. It mm -hmm. had a bunch of light horses born on the planet. Yeah. Okay. So so far, I get it, but I don't see how free that's apart. violating. A, because I suppose if things had gone back to... Um, lighter a lighter experience by themselves then they wouldn't have needed or wanted or requested a whole bunch of light workers come in is that right. what you're saying yes because they're not like uh, on the journey of returning from light to dark and light dark to light they're just light yep, yep. And they wouldn't even think about coming to a place like this nope they okay. would not
Unless you say, pretty please. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people, I'm sure many, many people who are listening to this yeah. podcast will have a remembrance energy of having come here because there was a call to uh, raise the frequency of the planet right. into light. And that's probably equal to some of those same people who are like, I ain't never coming here again. Yeah. Or, I never want to incarnate <laughs> here ever. Or I'm done yeah. with this place. That kind of a stuff. Uh, not the new ones. Not the new ones from this lifetime. No. Those ones who are saying that are individuals who stayed in the light-dark paradigm to carry the light aspect of it. Because to have a light-dark experience, you need light. Right. So many, 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 many people stayed here for lifetime after lifetime after lifetime holding the light. And it was exhausting. So now they're exhausted. And they just had enough. It's like, okay, you people, now you take over. Right? Well, I'm done my part. I'm out of here. But even though they... Do you think they realize if they're out of here or that getting out of here? Do you think that means... And they said they don't ever want to come back. So they just don't want to come back to this earth. They want to come back to the other one, right? Or you think they would? Which is the other one? Well, the other one meaning the high frequency expression of our life here on earth. Yeah. Um, is that really no. the one they wouldn't want to be in? No, I've heard people say, "I'm done with physical life. I'm done. I'm not coming back." That's what I've heard. So this obviously makes me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> How come it makes you sleepy? Are we hitting a, a point of remembrance there? Must be. So, this smacks of the free will question, which is, I don't ever want to come back here again, expressed in this place and time. Is that an actual free will choice that they're making now? Or is that a choice that really has no bearing on their actual choice, their higher self choice, because their higher self's choosing from a different perspective. So is their free will choice here in this incarnation as a, you know, physical body talking about Ferraris and trucks stuck in the mud and meditating and fishing, whatever, life stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Is that saying person, that person's saying free will choice um, the primary for real choice maker? Or is there another, I guess, higher self portion of yourself, a bigger uh, self that makes these free will choices? Well. Because you see where it gets complicated if you say, I don't want to get fired and then you get fired in your job. Or I don't want to get a vaccine, but you go to the doctors and get sick and you're in the hospital unconscious and your family gets you the shot. Who? I yeah. Mean, your free will choice is violated but is it? I guess right, that's the question. Right. So, um, the choice for, uh, the free will choice of a person, uh, if it gets violated, it's, it's really difficult, um, to see when a person's free will choice has been violated. It's difficult, okay? right? Because, if you say, for example, that person got, who got sick and yeah. ended up in the hospital and their family vaccinated them. Ex that example, right? Yeah. L let's say that person was always healthy, but one day decided to speed in their car. Okay. And crashed. Ended up in hospital. And that all that happened. 
at some level, that person orchestrated that situation where they were unconscious in hospital and knowing that their family were pro-vaccination and got the jab, right? They were given the jab. So in that sense, because each person is um, creating their own reality at all times, that's part of their free will. Now, if they make a decision like that through programs, low-frequency programs, that's still free will because it's a decision that they've created and those low-frequency programs is things that they've integrated into their life and kept. The information for all of that, like an empowered reality where you make conscious choices and all that, it's all, it's been there. I've been teaching it for over 10 years now. So nobody can say, oh, I didn't know. Right? Because another person does. So how come one person found out and not you? Right? So, um, from that perspective, there is that situational thing. Now, sometimes a person will say, like you said, you know, oh, I'm, um, you know, um, I'm not coming back here ever again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But their free will choice from a different awareness level, like you might call higher self, they had decided they were going to spend a thousand lifetimes on Earth and they're only on maybe 500. Right. So even though in the life 500 they say, I don't want to come back here, I'm never coming here again, when they die, because they're more aware, their expansion of awareness will be them. For some of them. For some of them. And they will see, oh wait, I actually had decided my free will choice was to have five, a thousand years. You can always change your mind. Okay, free will is part of changing your mind too. You can change your mind despite of free will, I should say. So, um, right, but it's like it, this is where it gets messy in the details. It's right. You know, maybe you plan a thousand life. Yeah. Can I just continue okay. with my okay. point though? Okay. So, I have seen cases where free will was violated on this planet. Okay. And it's, it's not the same. It is literally not the same as somebody taking decisions from either little self or big self. It is very, very different. When you scan the person for a decision, they make a decision and you scan it, you can see that all of their orchestration, everything about them has taken that decision. Everything. There's no variation. There's no going a little bit sideways. It's, it's clean and it's clear how they orchestrated that situation to have that decision, right? Clear. Despite really all of their clear. maybe verbalizing to the opposite, they actually drove to Walmart, walked in and sat in the line where the shots are being given. Right. Like, I don't want to get one, but I'm going to go there and get one. Yeah. Or I'm not going to get it because of my job, but then they go get it because they don't want to get fired. Right, well, right. I mean, they so say a thing, but they do another. They Exactly. They say one thing, and then they do another. Okay? That's normal. Yeah. Now, I have seen cases where free will has been violated, right? And those cases, there was no path that took them to Walmart. Zero. None. Uh-huh. Right? No path where they could be um, uh, forced to do it. Right? They hadn't created any paths. They went in jail. They went in a mental home. They hadn't they developed lost control Alzheimer. of their body. Yeah. They hadn't lost control of their body in any way or form. 
Um, and the, it's like there's no path. But if you see that no path towards the orchestration and somebody with a certain capacity on the planet that can violate free will yeah. will do it to them regardless. Even though there's no path that would meet them, that would they would come together or anything. Right? And sometimes that can happen, but very, very rarely. Uh, that you meet one of these people on the planet that can do that type of thing. Um, that's a violation of free will. Because none of the paths and orchestrations that a person had created on the planet would have gone into that result. And somebody else injected themselves into their lives to do it. Right? It was, And that's where that comes from. Now, that has not happened on this planet. And I know because I've scanned it every day. And no violation of free will has happened on this planet regarding the split. Right. right. Regarding That's the split, part nobody's free will has been violated. I don't care if they're a newborn baby or in the womb or an old person with Alzheimer. I don't care if somebody is on a coma. Nobody has free will has been violated. Prisoners or countries where they're forcing people or walking down the street and some random crazy starts injecting people with it. None of that means that the person's free will has been violated. Because why? We've had plenty of warning around the planet to make sure that we don't put ourselves into those situations or in those places or in those countries. Okay? Now, a newborn, a newborn, do you think that a newborn or somebody in the womb, a baby in the womb, is not a divine eternal being? Do you think that? Then if you think that, that they're not an eternal divine being, then switch off this podcast because we speak in different languages and you will never understand the point that I'm making about free will. Okay? Now, there have been times when... Um, when those free wills have been violated, they open up, they crack things in reality. Like when the free will of many people on the planet was violated so that they brought in more dark beings, uh, like really low frequency beings, onto the planet to make sure that the planet did not um, go back to the high frequency experience that it was natural for it and the human collective. That right. was how the free will was violated of the collective. By artificially seeding a bunch of dark. Yes. Like t- really low frequency entities and beings here. Including people who were born on human bodies, right? Right. That was a violation. And that was the violation that allowed billions of high frequency, pure light, uh, light workers to incarnate also. Right? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing cracked open so these things happen they crack right now one of the reasons i know that no free will has been violated on this planet was because the reason why the split came about in the first place in 2011 and it was decided on 2011 uh, was because 
we were all, an entire planet was going to ascend to a new level of awareness and maturity as a species. Right. Right. Um, where petty wars and torture and uh, cruelty, all those were gone. But the low-frequency individuals on the planet, the ones that you know, pretty much are aware, awake, and able to rule the low frequency of this planet, brought this to a type of court. Um, the Earth experience is overseen by all of the species here. And that awareness, that larger awareness, I call the, the, the planetary council, even though it's not, it's not called that, it doesn't have a name, it's just an entity, uh, a, a group, you know, like a, a group thing. Right. Um, and they brought it to them saying, many people on the planet, including ourselves, uh, do not want to be our frequencies raised our awareness expanded. We're not done with playing like dark games. And for you to do the entire, all of the species on the planet, it's a violation of free will. So the free will clause was used to have a split. Right. Right. Which wasn't planned. No. So it was, it was accepted. It was a yes, that's right. And, you know, we were, the planet council, all of the species on the planet said, yep, you're right. And one of our strong clauses is free will, so we're going to have a split. And so that nobody can be forced to either choose the low-frequency paradigm or choose the high-frequency paradigm. They have to do their own choice. Nobody else can do it for them. right? So because they played on the free will clause, if they break the free will of one person on this planet and force them to continue in the light-dark paradigm, then it's over. It's over. Everybody ascends to a new level of awareness and frequency. Everyone on the planet. So that's one of the reasons I know that hasn't been violated. Nobody's free will has been violated. Right? Because we haven't descended. (laughs) Right? And people send messages to me and say, well, what about children, their parents, and the child says, no, 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 uh, but they do it anyways, you know. You'd be surprised about the actual power of a child if their choice is no, what can happen. The human collective orchestration will support that choice if it's a higher self-choice, will support it. Yeah, And all sorts of things can happen that will make it <clears throat> impossible for anybody to inject that child. But originally, of course, the child chose his or her parents, right? And that choice was a conscious choice. They knew what they were getting into. They knew what type of parents they were. Right. So, you know, it's... it's um. So basically, when we look at orchestrations at this point in time, mm-hmm. around the split, the orchestrations do not violate anyone's free will because they've already chosen yeah. and the orchestrations are bringing around their choice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter the the noise mm-hmm. that they say, I don't want to, I don't want to, or I do, I do. Even if they say they do want it. If they've already yeah. picked not to, they cannot get to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, remember yeah. my stepmother. 
Yeah. <laughs> she exactly. was getting a shot, man. She was gonna do it. And she had an appointment and, and she everything. Was done. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know. And then she couldn't do it. And then she got sick and then she tested was... positive and they won't give you the shot if you're positive. Right. So she never actually managed to get the shot. Yep. The, they might get a the orchestration's though. not over. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not over, right? So it's um, not over. So yeah, we're watching the orchestrations mm-hmm. as they go. We don't yeah. we don't know how long these orchestrations will last, but right. you've said three generations so, in the past, but also that the time they wanted can faster. go faster. Yeah, they as more people get more awake about yeah. it, they're like, I don't want us to carry around like this anymore. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that I've seen people say, uh, and it's been surprisingly, or maybe not, spiritual teachers have said this. They've said. Well, I'm going to get the jab so that I can travel or whatever. It's because I want to. So I can do my life. But my free will choice is that it's not going to harm me. Right? And it's like, no, that that's extremely egoic. You're not omnipotent. And there's certain rules of engagement here on the planet that means if you take the jab, you're chosen a low-frequency experience, period. You have to do it by your own hand. You did it by your own hand. You went there. You sat down, you roll up your sleeve, and you had it done, right? You made it, make it happen. So, um, what, what is that whole thing about, you know, well, I, I refuse for it to hurt me. Um, if you jump off a, a thousand foot cliff, I don't know if that exists, but. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, okay. If you jump off a thousand foot cliff and decide halfway down that, you know, when I hit the rocks at the bottom, my body's going to be just fine. Is that going to, how is that going to work out for you? Well, I will tell you, in a very extreme situations, it could be that you start hitting tree branches on the way down. No, it's not tree branches. Well, it's a straight fall. You got to be careful when you jump off a thousand foot cliff to make sure there's tree branches. <laughs> but this or jab has not got any tree branches. Twenty feet deep of snow and very no steep. Snow. So when you fall, this jab you hit is the not snow, snow and you slow uh-uh. yourself down and you eventually. No. Stop no, and in this survive. in this cliff called the Jab, there's no snow, there's no tree branches. It's a straight fall <laughs> down to sharp rocks at the bottom. Got but it. if you go halfway down and you say, or even before you jump, you say, "I'm going to jump," but you know, I don't agree with getting hurt at the bottom, so I'll be just fine. And you jump. What's going to happen? <sighs> the human collective and the physical rules of engagement for this planet will dictate that choice. And that's not a, a violation of free will. Because when you stepped into this planet, you knew those were the rules of engagement. That your body is a certain softness, that sharp rocks have very, it's another hardness, yeah. and that t- a thousand feet um, fall means that you're going to be smashed at the bottom. That's part of the rules of engagement. Okay. It's hard to argue with that. I mean, I'm sure somebody could say, well, in this extreme, that or the other, or maybe, or how about the ETs come grab you in the middle of the air and <laughs> zap you out? I mean, <laughs> you see, that's the same as saying, uh, well, I'm going to go get the shot so I can travel, but my free will is that don't hurt me. That's the same as jumping off the cliff and saying about halfway down, I hope the aliens come get me. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Okay, I'm not going to say <laughs> zero, but point zero 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 zero. Yeah. But that's a situation that's different than this. And anybody who this says that. This particular situation mm-hmm. is specifically about specific. the split. Yeah. And so to carry it out, here's a certain way we're going to do it. Yeah. We agreed to do it this way. Now let's do it.
Now, some of us are like a little slow on the uptake, so it takes a little bit of, I don't know if coercion is the right word, although it appears to be coercion. Well, here's the thing, the filter is fear. Right. The filter is fear. If you're in a fearful mood, if you take decisions out of fear, you're not qualified to enter the high-frequency paradigm because that's not a fear-based paradigm. So it works both ways. Yep, I agree. So you can just go ahead knowing no free wills are being violated despite what your eyes might tell you. Because mm -hmm. somebody kicking and screaming and being held down and forced injected. They made that choice already and the orchestration to bring it about is whatever dramatic scene they're after. It's really tough to get into that situation, I can tell you. Oh yeah, you have to, you know. Really work hard to get into that situation. You have to work situation. as hard as being the captain of a Navy ship and the <laughs> you know, managing to get there exactly at the right time where you're in a war on a ship and the boss. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot hard. of work to yeah. get to incarnate to make that come about. Yes. Same with the kicking and screaming and getting in the shot. Yeah. But those are the orchestrations. And mm -hmm. some of them are designed to elicit an outrage or another form of righteousness or some other low-frequency response. Yeah. And your mates who also want to pick the light-dark paradigm. So, yes. you know... Your mates see you getting dragged off and shot. They're going to go, like, attack them or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then get locked up and then and get shot in jail or whatever. Yeah. Righteousness feeds the beast, man. It right. really does. It's about that. That's mm -hmm. what it's really about. So look at it with the right lens. Mm -hmm. Wow. That makes sense. You know, agreements can come really sneakily. And I personally have to be diligent all the time so I'm not... Uh, agreeing to things that actually I hadn't agreed with in the first place, right? Um, none of us, um, like I said, we're not omnipotent and we can't be fooled. One of the examples I like to use was um, that I'm able to see not always, kind of always, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm able to see when a person has an open door to death. Right. When the death door opens within 12 months. If a person is walking around and have a door open in the next 12 months, I can see it. And I can't explain how. Um, all I've explained in the past is it's like they have a kind of gray brown color over them, but there isn't a gray brown color over them, you know? Right. It's just a frequency thing, a vibrational thing. And, um, and I know that within 12 months, they'll, they'll, that open, that door will open for them and they may or may not step through it. I would say that 98% of the people who have seen that happen to did indeed walk through that door. Right. Now, you have to also understand that for each person, that door opens multiple times in their life. And at the end of the day, it's the person's choice whether to walk through it or not. Okay. Right. Anyways, um, back in 2012 or 13, I was in my bathroom. I, I got up, sleepy in the head in the morning, you know, go to the bathroom. I stand in the sink to wash my face. I look into the mirror in front of my sink, wash basin in England. <laughs> but anyway, the UK, the USA is sink. Um, and I see that thing, that color thing on me. 
And I go, oh, really? Within 12 months? Oh, that sucks. And that was the agreement, right? I accepted right. it as real. And then I thought, wait a minute. No, I'm booked until 2017. This is a trick. And I look again and it vanishes. Tricky. It vanishes. Mystically speaking, somebody powerful had projected that color into my awareness field while I was still sleepy. Ah. Right? And it worked. For a split <laughs> second, I was, I had agreed. And I thought, woo, you little sneakers, right? Because that nearly got me. Because that would have been an agreement. They thought, they, they thought oh man, it's open. Wow. You know? yeah, but that seems like a tricky bit of a, Will, free will violation in no, itself. It's not. Because, because it was me saying, oh wow, it's happening. That is my free will. But. Because I believed it. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It really is. It's it free wasn't will. though because you Once remembered. I, yeah, I remembered. I realized. Your wait. true free will wasn't that. Wait. So, I mean, it's a trick, but I don't think it was a trick that could succeed. It didn't succeed, but it might have if I hadn't remembered about, you know, the fact that I I was booked into 2017. Yeah. Could have caught you on a bad day where you didn't want to make it to 2017. Exactly. Could have. Uh-huh. And that could have led you down a path that would have been a different path than you had free will picked and then where would we be? Exactly. We would all be ascended? No, because my free will wouldn't have been violated. It kind of was. No. It wasn't. It you, really wasn't. You don't, you don't have a free will to come here to leave early? Your free will isn't to come here to leave early. <laughs> but if I had decided that was true, from it would a have little been my free self will. or a big self, though. See how we get into the complicated? It gets so complicated. If you could get tricked so easily to altering your choice, like right now, mm-hmm. if we somehow, some way, I don't know, they In this gave physical... another, they gave a, um, Someone that we super highly respect says, okay, I found something and there's something going on and it has to do with X, Y, Z's and you need to get this shot and that stops it. And we say, oh, okay, well, in that case, let's do it. And then we go do that. And that's the wrong shot. And now we just picked the light dark. We didn't pick that. We didn't come here for that. That's not our free will. But we got tricked. We can't get tricked. If we do get tricked and we all ascend, everything turns to light. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unfathomable. It's under, it's incomprehensible. If we get tricked. If we get tricked. It was you or it's on you to get tricked. It's on you. It really is. <sighs> That's so difficult. It is though. It's on you. And it's not just that, but programs, like social programs, so social programming. You choose tricked. to grab those social programmings and carry life with those, right? So is getting tricked right now a violation of your free will? If you've no. already chosen in 2011? No. Or is getting tricked an orchestration that you to get you to experience? to experience the choice you made. How do we get to find out what choice we already made? Well, are you embodying, actively embodying the high frequency paradigm on earth? Yeah. Well, then that's your choice. But I mean, how do those other people figure it out? Are you feeling afraid? Are you doing things out of fear? Mm, Well, 
there's a difference between fear and maintenance, right? I did a little maintenance on the top of our palace so that it doesn't get water in it. Mm-hmm. Because Wait, were you I don't feeling want afraid get... at the time? Were you shaking inside? Well, I was 20 feet up on a ladder. <laughs> Nobody holding it. Four so, dogs running in circles. So uh, even though you were afraid, you still did that? I rather than No, I wasn't afraid. No? No, I didn't. I was going to be fine. <laughs> That's your answer. You I was cautious. Afraid, right? I was aware. I was making certain that my ladder Every was stable. Every single bad decision it, that I've made. Gutter. You could say I cleaned the gutter because I was a... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm not done with my thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, every single... <laughs> every single... Go ahead. Every single bad decision that I have made in my life... And by, by bad, I mean that has caused suffering and pain for myself, my physical body, or my relatives, my family, my loved ones. Every single one of those decisions that I've made in life were based in fear. Were fear-based decisions. All of them, without exception, were fear-based decisions. Well... I did not walk down the salmon creek full of rotten salmon because I was afraid a bear was going to get me. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, no bear got me that day. And I did not walk down that creek because I was afraid of the bears. It's probably, you were right to be afraid of bears. Bears kill people in Alaska all the time. Right, but that was a choice made out of fear, what? wasn't it? Not going down the creek. Um... A fear-based decision. decision. Do you want to go down the creek? We don't know what would have happened because maybe there, well, there probably wasn't going to be no bear biting me. Mm-hmm. And I might have had the most wonderful experience of my life and who knows who I could have met. You know, I don't know what the outcome would have been. Yeah, you don't. I chose not to go down the creek because I was afraid of bears. Is that street smart or fear? Well, it was a artificially induced fear and it had to do with a couple of books I read which said, um, a thing in my mind and then remember every time I would have okay uh, here's another one street smarts it... or street smarts or fear if you're on top of a cliff and you look down do you not jump because you know you're going to get hurt at the bottom or do you not jump because you're afraid of heights well no I'm afraid of heights that's why you don't jump but I don't jump because I don't want to fall off exactly right that's not a fear based decision it's a street smart decision I agree but when fear is the guide, it's good to process the fear energy. Yes. And look at it from the street smart, street smart sense. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if the fear is vanished and you need to go A to B and you process the fear and you, for instance, know your book to 2017, there's no reason at all not to walk down that dark alley because there's nothing there that's going to get you. No, but it could injure you. Yeah, I guess you could get injured. You could survive till 2017 in a wheelchair. That wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. So we have a intentionally complicated, convoluted set of structured rules here that mostly you can't remember. Although if you violate them, you're, it's over. So don't feel, I guess, uh, upset if it's not absolutely clear to you. Because I guess it's intentionally not supposed to be. That's part of the experience here. 
must be. If you want to know the rules of engagement for Earth, you have I have a class, a course actually, a couple of them. I know, I love it too. Rules of engagement, two classes of them at inelevents.com. Go to the store, you can put in rules of engagement and you get two classes that are absolutely great. And they teach you all about, they're not convoluted, they're not complicated, actually quite very, very simple rules of engagement for this existence here as human being. They're not complicated. I agree. When you read that class, the course, you listen to it, it does clear things up quite a bit. It makes it much, much more clear. It's when we um, hypothesize about aliens coming and zapping you out of the sky halfway down to the ground mm -hmm. that you get these conceptual difficulties. But in real, actual walking down the road life, the rules of engagement are clear. Mm -hmm. And I've watched, I've watched them function, like literally function, where you're going to a thing or a place, you have an engagement invitation, low frequency engagement invitation. You process your fear about that thing and you continue on and that engagement doesn't start. It doesn't get its teeth into you. Mm -hmm. You don't engage and they don't have anything to engage with, for mm -hmm. example. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's good to know there won't be any free will violations. Let's mm -hmm. just say that. Yeah. And often fear is the engagement, the, the yes for abuse and all sorts of things, you know, violence and whatnot. Um, if somebody comes to you and tries to bully you and you become afraid and start crying, they, they know they have power over you and will hurt you. Right? But if you're it's... not afraid of them and look in the, them in the eye and it's like, and if you don't care whether they hurt you or not, they can't, they can't force you to be afraid. They cannot force you to be upset, right? That's your choice. So, yeah, it's like people can often think, oh, people often think that what they feel inside is because of other people. Uh -huh. Of course, there's external stimuli, but you choose what you feel at the end of the day. It's your choice. You know, and, they're trying to push that agreement by the human collective for we can force you. Yeah. Okay. They're trying to push it hard in many, many countries. Well, we're going to do it anyways, right? We're going to force you. And they keep saying it over and over. So the human collective agrees. Oh, it's something they can force you to do. You have to remember though that this is not about a virus or a pandemic or a vaccination. This is your way to either stay high frequency or continue in a low frequency engagement world. This is a vote, so you cannot be forced. Literally, you cannot be forced unless you orchestrate a life where that happens. Right? Right. Like, and I think that's part of what the problem is. is yeah, people see that, that orchestration and think that's... Yeah. violation but it's yeah, not it's not but if you stay at a high frequency level the human collective will actually support you in mm -hmm. making sure you don't get um violated or even harassed harassed or anything in this the case human collective really supports your decision to stay high frequency it really does and in this case in the split sense you cannot be tricked into accepting it you have to make that choice out of fear and so the fear of not having any food, that would be a good way to trick you into it. Or the fear of 
not having any money because you don't have a job or yeah. And it's not like the information of how to step out of those type of situations is not out there, right? Oh yeah, totally. I know. I remember reading about New York where it's mandated by the governor and by the city, and I don't know, seven hundred. I mean, it's tough. They're really hardcore there. Mm-hmm. But um, I was watching, I think it was Peggy Sue, and she shared a letter from a municipal worker in New York. And he said, I think there was something like uh, two or three hundred, two or three hundred thousand workers, municipal workers, and a hundred and some thousand of them didn't. And he got a waiver. Even though you can't get a waiver, he got a waiver mm-hmm. through diligently applying the education that he received and hiring a person, Peggy Sue in this case, to help mm-hmm. him with the letter. How do you write it, and what do you mm-hmm. put in there mm-hmm. so that your rights don't get violated and you can have your choice, right? Mm-hmm. And he got it yep. where you can't get it, so I know you can get it, right. You can say no, and no means no. Right. (laughs) Despite evidence that you might be led to believe to the contrary. Right. What you seek, you find. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you can, you can't. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, I think that rests the free will choice thing down a little bit. And just remember, this this free will choice thing about the split is an inviolatable one. Nope. You cannot... And I've seen cases where I think, damn. But then I look at it and I follow the energy line. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, they're still into the victim-aggressor cycle. It's not compatible. The victim-aggressor cycle is literally not compatible with the new paradigm because it doesn't exist there. And if somebody's still playing within that circle, they cannot get uh, embody the new paradigm, right? They can't actively engage in raising their frequency and dropping their low frequency stuff and all that it's an active thing right and of course i mean i've met one lady who said well i believe in vaccines and you know i um, i understand that everything everybody's saying and i don't disagree with it but somehow and i don't know why there's no way i'm getting that shot i'm literally not gonna do it and i don't know why But that's all I know, that I'm not going to get it. And it doesn't matter what they do to me. And I don't care what happens or what what things. And if I can't go to stores, I don't care what happens. This is not going to happen. But I can't tell you why. (laughs) I've I've seen that too. Yeah, it's bizarre. It is truly bizarre. And this this lady is quite, you know, out there um, age-wise. I think she's in her late 70s, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, was two, and the other one is like in her nineties or something. And she said the same thing. Like, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> nope, not gonna happen. No matter what, no how, yeah. no way. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Well, I think we've exhausted the free will thing. <laughs> yeah. It gets me, me, it gets me knotted up a little bit because I have a bit of righteousness runs around, you know. Yeah. So, uh, excuse me if I, I have that once in a while. I will process that mm-hmm. yeah good idea that'll be handy yep doesn't serve us not driving yep
changing the topic a little bit. Have you heard about the metaverse? Tell me about the metaverse. Well, I think it is related to your your Oculus thing. Because mm-hmm. Facebook changed to to Meta now. And Meta is some kind of a... a uh, like Ready Player One. I think that's what it's supposed to be kind of like. For some reason, I don't know why, I don't want to put on the Oculus. It is cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. It is pretty cool. We haven't used it very much, maybe about a couple hours. Yeah. But when you put that sucker on, <laughs> it is so cool because, I mean... The one that you uh, showed me, I was in a, a little spaceship yeah. with the little buttons, yeah. and I take off from the roof mm-hmm. of uh, New York City or Tokyo, I don't know where it is, make-believe place, and I can literally fly the thing and point the nose down, no gravity and all that, and oh man, it's cool. Of course, it makes my tummy rubble, but it's <laughs> Of good. course. Yeah. Just motion sickness. <laughs> because the eyes are saying you're doing this, and the body's saying you're not doing that. Yeah. And they conflict, so you know it's a little bit uncomfortable. And we watch Weather Ready Player One, and you know a guy goes from being blah 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 blah, just a guy has a crappy job, lives in a stack trailer, right? Mm-hmm. But when he puts on his goggles, he becomes his second life person, yeah. who is much more physically capable and rich and, and interesting nice and rich, things. and he can drive a car real fast. Yeah. And can figure out and he can buy things in there and, and they arrive in real life yeah that's kind of cool yeah. so metaverse i think is supposed to be like ready player one mm-hmm. which i was kind of interesting thinking about that it's like when you invent something or you bring in something to be or you develop something like the oculus things like let's have a fun time in an alternate um you know in a very immersive environment Mm -hmm. that is basically what all of us do all the time yes we move to another immersive environment move up to the river or to the creek or to the ocean or go on a hike basically Mm -hmm. immersing ourselves in another reality and the goggle thing is basically similar except for you don't have to uh, drive there or it can bring you into an immersive reality that doesn't maybe exist right yet Mm -hmm. but nowhere in there is there the implied consent to well if i do this then you're going to be able to control every bit of my life and all of my money and all of my world becomes that and i have to buy everything from you Mm -hmm. i mean where does it get to that (laughs) why does it gotta why does it gotta be that why can't it be enjoying an immersive environment and i would gladly have a subscription to why is metaverse feel like Ready Player One, where the real life people using all of the transhumanist tools and then robots in your head and immersing into there and your physical body exercise makes your coins, your mana or whatever that lets you buy stuff that if you want food, you have to buy it in there and it gets shipped to you in real life, just like in Ready Player One. But in order to make money, you have to do whatever it is it's you got to do in the metaverse. So it's like, in some ways, if you going to work meant just put on your goggles, and then you're uh, in a different environment. Maybe you're at at the mill, and instead of having to be actually standing there in the mill with the uh, logs and the saw blades and the 
noise and all that there. You're just driving it with your robot arms or something. That'd be better. Wouldn't it? I think there's two things that you mentioned there that are very different. One yeah. of them is the technology. Right. Uh, technology that you put on, like a suit or a helmet, um, and then you have that immersive experience of a metaverse. Yep. Right? Uh, another, uh, a virtual world, I should say. Very immersive virtual very, world. Very, very immersive virtual world, which, which has less senses because so far they haven't been able to translate smell, for example. Right? right? Um, but vision and hearing and that's it, right? Touching, you can't touch things, you cannot yet, right? Maybe there'll be gloves they do some in the future. Haptics. I think they do have some super expensive things, but they don't, they, they do for ROVs. Yeah, they have that feedback. If you're flying your ROV underwater, mm -hmm. you can tell when you're grabbing something with your pinchers, how hard you're grabbing. It has okay. a little bit of feedback. Okay. So. But no smell. No smell. So. Um, that was one part of it that you can get a very immersive situation experience in a virtual world by putting on a helmet or a suit or something like that. Uh, the technology is there, it's developing, it's all going forward. Right. Uh, the other part is the other aspect that you talked about that it's only one company that owns it and you have to do everything through them. That's right. the control aspect, power over others, right? Yes, that's the control power over others. It's a separate thing. They're not together except for people who are trying to get that done first. Got so they it. can manage it and control it, right? Yep. Now, the same happened with the internet except it happened the other way around. The internet just started exploding all over the world and then some companies tried to take it over. So that you don't, and now it's like everybody, including us, you shop at Amazon, you don't shop anywhere else. Right. <laughs> I try to, but yeah, basically. Just go back to Amazon. I go look there and then I go look at another place. I'm like, oh, I can't back. manage it. I gotta yeah. get here. So that's happening, right? But it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Uh, I know that some people get triggered and they're very much against technology, AI, immersive universes and stuff like that. Now I've got to tell you something. We as a species, human collective species, we develop technology, period. Yep. It's going to happen. It's part of who and what we are. We develop technology. And we develop new worlds and experiences. It's part of who and what we are. You cannot stop it. Yes, you can stop it in yourself. You can move into the country, switch off the internet, right? Never connect to it. Get rid of your a smartphone, um, throw all your computers in the trash, and you can live a simple life. You can grow your food, work down at the mill, the local mill, um, you know, have record players to play your music, all these things, right? You can retro your life to have very, very little technology and definitely no digital technology in your life. And that to me feels really nice <laughs> in, in a certain way. It feels very nice because all of our technology has been developed in literal frequencies that are harmful for us, for us and our lives and the animals and the plants and everything. So, but at the same time, 
the technology or the, the drive to create these metaverses and virtual worlds and other experiences, digital music, digital art, and all these other things, that drive is part of us. It's not going to stop. And yes, we could, it'd be great to have the, the know-how or the people, the contacts, and be able to develop this technology in, in frequencies that are actually supportive of life, that expand your awareness. That would be awesome. It would be really, really good, right? Um, and that, I'm thinking that's how the new paradigm technology will develop going forward, you know? Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoy spending time in virtual worlds. I, I use them as a tool for my students and they can create a, an immersive, um, feeling board so that they can really feel that experience because feeling is what you bring into real life and then create it here. But I also, warn people, say, you know, be careful because that transformative energy or, or that addictive energy, you can get addictive and then you start neglecting your real life, your real physical body and your real house and home and everything else. And if that starts happening, you've got to watch it, right? You have to be aware of that and limit your time. And I've seen people in the virtual world that we use as a tool, which is called Second Life. I've seen people who have created, for example, a beautiful, beautiful home yeah. in Second Life. And then they send me photographs of their real life. And they're beautiful. They find something in Second Life that they love. Right. And they go out and create it, make it from pieces. Because a lot of the stuff is, you know, just in that world. <laughs> Cool. They create it in real life and they put it in their home, right? And their home starts looking that, like that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful second life home. I've seen that. I've seen people who get healed from social um, uh, things, the problems that they had, um, interacting with people, they get healed. Um, I've seen people who um, were having issues where they're with their mind and they go in there start creating and their mind starts healing, you know, memory and things like that, you know, brain damage. Hmm, cool. um, so I've seen a lot of the positive, but I've also seen the dark side of the virtual world second life, the levels of degraded um, degradation to the human body and reflections of that. It's, it's sick. It's horrible. And the whole world in Second Life is split. There's a split there that happened <laughs> some years ago where they did the regions. Some regions were adult and just about anything goes on those, unless it's highly illegal in real life. And then they have the regions that are uh, moderate and uh, general, which are, to me, more acceptable. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff that people create, like torture chambers and just degraded stuff and the explosion of bodies, and it's just nasty, nasty, huh. nasty stuff. So when we're playing still in the paradigm of light dark, you can see a virtual world reflecting that. The Right? right. You can see that being reflected in it. Um and then the control aspect, okay? So in Second Life, 
there's pretty much no control. It's the opposite of control. It's all plain and like you go in, you it's actually free to play, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to buy stuff and then you have to pay. Um, and then what you get is like an empty space um, if you want to, and then you start from scratch. The world that only has like it's based on Earth, so it's got roads. It's got fields, it's got mountains, it's got oceans and lakes and streams and waterfalls. Um, uh, they, they some human structures like, the, like I said, roads and uh, railway tracks. Um, but that's about it, really. Pretty much everything. But the rest is all empty. It's just empty fields so that a person can create whatever they want on them. Speaking of creating... I know on Second Life you have um, groups, mm-hmm. groups of people who are working together, and you're working yep. with some of your students together too. Yes. And in real life, the same thing. You have yep. groups of people that you work with and mm-hmm. who work together. Do you think that it's easier to, I mean, taking into consideration that most of our tribe is lone wolves, mm-hmm. is it easier to group up? on something like Second Life as sort of practice for real life, or is it real life and then it goes into Second Life, or is there no relation? Um, Like Mm. I said earlier, there's some social things that people can step into Second Life that are easier. For a lone wolf, for me, it was easier because you can always switch your computer off and you're out of there, right? Right. So if you're feeling like you have found your tribe in a way or you're having a hard time getting out of the house to find them where you don't, you know, like firewalled about it, uh-huh. then maybe working with Second Life might help? No, I would go to walk with me now because otherwise you're just going to end up in Second Life not knowing anybody. Well, right? What I mean And is, there's a whole bunch of predators, so you might fall into the wrong crowd there. Okay, so I didn't. I, I should have been more clear. I meant the... I guess I had thought about everyone that's listening would be on Walk With Me Now, but no, that's probably not, not true. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> so at Walk With Me Now, you can find your tribe, and you have yes. a forum there, and you have yes. workshops, and you have... Mm-hmm. Um, language classes. Classes. Dance classes. Groups that are gathered around <laughs> language, groups that are gathered Music. around study, groups mm-hmm. that are gathered around dancing and study, groups that are gathered around Second Life activities. Yeah. You have groups that are gathered around things that are interesting on their own so you could gather with people that way on walk with me now yes in second life right and maybe uh ease into the whole lone wolf gathering people Mm -hmm. type of thing it helps yeah all right so it's 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 an interesting so if you're feeling lone wolfy and you don't want to feel lone wolfy anymore or you do want to feel lonely, but you still want to gather with people, then here's a baby step to get into meeting people yeah. and interacting. Okay, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. That makes it a lot more easy, I think. <laughs> so, like, you can uh, process your firewalls, or you can work on processing your firewalls and try this as an exercise. Get the feeling of what it would be like being in a community of uh, you know, supportive, high-frequency people. Yeah. 
And then keep that feeling, bring it into your real life, and then Mm -hmm. do it here too. Yeah. Right? Right. Is that the process that you're trying to, um, I guess, demonstrate? Um, I don't think it's demonstrated would be the right word for it. Uh, I think that it's a growth that we're doing as high-frequency individuals in setting up and figuring out and learning about how to function as a high-frequency group. I think it's to do with that. And individuals, I wouldn't say only if you, what you want to receive from, you know, if you want to join a group or whatever, support a group. Um, I think that the spirit that we're looking for is to be proactive and active. So before you join Walk With Me Now, I really ask myself, what value do I bring to this? Right. Right? What are, What value can I bring into this? Not just what value can I get from it, but what value can I bring into it? And of course, maybe sometimes we don't know because we don't know what's there. We don't know what happens and whatever. So, you know, get a month, grab a month, get in there to see, well, what value is here, but also what value do I bring into this equation? That's a pretty important consideration. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Because I'm done, to... I'm done with working who is just, what can Inelia give me? What can Inelia can do for me? What can Inelia teach me? I'm, I'm not really interested in working with those people anymore. I never was, really. <laughs> um, I'm interested in people who have, okay, this is really interesting, right? And I, this, they're also interesting, right? So a lot of the groups in Walk With Me now, I've joined because I find them interesting. I didn't create them. But I joined them because I find them fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, the language classes, I find them fascinating. I'm learning French finally and German. And I've signed up for Romanian, you know. Um, and I find that fascinating. I find it fascinating. Um, there's other, several other groups that I've joined because the people got together to form those groups. And the topic is interesting to me and fascinating. We have a Spanish group. Yep. There's a Spanish group. I joined that one too. That one's not so much about language as it's different, right? There's two Spanish groups. Uh, as far as I know, there's one that is conversation, discussion, study, and also we have a broadcasting aspect to that, um, that we broadcast in Spanish every Saturday. Um, not every Saturday now, so three Saturdays out of the four of the month. Oh. Um, and then we also have Spanish classes, right? The language class. Okay. So much going on. I know. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Really pretty amazing it's really amazing. And all of these, all of the past year and a half or two years, and even maybe three years, all the activities and interest and fabulous things are happening. I didn't have to originate, to originate it. Right. It was originated by people who came in and said, Hey, you know, I'm interested in this. One person who was in there for a week, fair enough, she was one of the main founders back in the day 2014 when we set up walk with me now but then she left soon after and she hadn't been back and she got back and she immediately organized a walking group she loves to walk every day (laughs) excellent and people were joining in and the telegram together or zoom or something i think it was zoom and they were walking together and some people were just sitting or working at their office while everybody was walking and they were looking at their where they were walking where they were walking in the parks and beaches and all that it was fabulous it's nice not to be alone. Yeah, honestly. totally. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> Love you, darling. I love you too, honey. Feel complete? Yes. What about November? We are in November. Any um, insights about November before we close the door? No, I think we can save that one for next week. Next week, we're going to have to have one about getting ready December. for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving's coming up, honey. Yeah. It's yeah. like the middle of uh, November. we got a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next Monday we'll talk about November and Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And Christmas and, yeah. and, okay. All right. No, don't gonna, forget now, though. I'm going to put it on my board. Okay. I have a board now in case anybody's interested. A little. Yes. What do you call these? Points. Topics. Topic board? Mm-hmm. Oh, I call it... Um, Ideas board? Whatever this pen's called. A dry erase board, honey. Oh. Literally. <gasps> you rubbed out November. Yeah, I'm going to put on here Turkey Day. Turkey. And Christmas. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about next week. But if anybody has other things they want touched on, you know. Our Telegram group. Telegram group has lots of engagement ability. Yes. And so does Walk With Me Now. You yep. just go on there and you connect with your tribe and you say, hey, does anybody know about blah, blah? Oh, in a, yeah. Larry, hey, would you can guys you talk guys about, talk about this blah, or maybe blah, clear this up? And, you know, yeah, it totally. might be that we talk about it in this. Mm-hmm. But chances are it'll get answered pretty darn quick right away yeah, anyway. I know it does. <laughs> it's like but it's still nice. Now, yeah. Well, that's so kind of the inspiration for talking about free will because... Oh man, it was it was confusing in my head. It's 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 cleared up, and I probably should review. What class was that? Re- Rules, Rules of, of engagement. engagement. Yes. Yes, and entry rules for the new paradigm as well. Right, that's two. Right. Yes, that's two. I remember when I first read those, I was so excited. They were my favorite two classes I ever read in my whole life. There you go. Okay. Back right. to it then. Okay. Love you, honey. <laughs> Love you too.